7 Minute Sermon, a podcast from Reverend George Pink. This week in the Christian calendar, it is the Feast of Pentecost, which always occurs 50 days after Easter. In fact, that's what the word means. Pentecost means 50th day. The original day of Pentecost was when the Holy Spirit descended on Christians in Jerusalem. And Pentecost provides an opportunity to reflect on the role of the Spirit in our lives today. So that's what we're going to do in this sermon. Specifically, we're going to talk about three things the Spirit helps us to do. The first is that the Spirit helps us to know we are God's children. In Romans chapter 8, St. Paul writes these words. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Nicky Gumbel believes there is no higher privilege than to be a child of God. The words we just heard were from Paul's letter to the church at Rome. And in Roman law, if an adult wanted an heir, he could either choose one of his own sons or adopt a son. God has only one begotten son, Jesus, but he has many adopted sons and daughters. We have been adopted into God's family. And as children, we have the closest possible intimacy with God. Paul says it's by the Spirit we cry, Abba, Father. This Aramaic word Abba isn't found in the Old Testament. The use of this word to address God was unique to Jesus. And it's a term of real intimacy. It's like us saying, Dear Father, or even Daddy. We can address God this way because by the Spirit, we share in that family relationship. God wants us to know deep within that we are children of God. Nicky Gumbel says that as a father, he wants his children to know and experience his love for them and his relationship with them. And in the same way, God wants his children to be assured of that love and of that relationship. As Paul explains in Romans 8, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. So that's the first idea we're talking about. The Spirit helps us to know we are children of God. The next is that the Spirit helps us to understand the Bible. Dr. Shane Pruitt believes that there is a holy moment that takes place when we open the Word of God. He explains that reading the Bible is more than just reading a book. It's more than words on a page. Because when we read the Bible, we actually have its author living inside of us. God exists as a holy trinity. He is Father, Son, and Spirit. And specifically of that trinity, the Bible says the Spirit moved human authors to write it. Scripture is inspired by God. So ultimately, the author of the Bible is the Holy Spirit. And as Christians, that is what makes us the church. It's the fact that we have the Spirit of God living inside of us. And so when we open the Word of God, we have the author of that work living in us. When we read the Bible, its author, the Holy Spirit, is reconnecting with his work. And that's why Dr. Pruitt says there is a holy moment that takes place. Because the author is reconnecting with his work. 
And when he does that, then illumination takes place. And when there's illumination, then transformation can happen. So God changes our lives when we open his word. We are changed when we engage with scripture. And that's the second idea we're thinking about. is that the spirit helps us to read and to understand the Bible. And through that process, God changes our lives. The third and final one is that the Spirit helps us to pray. St. Paul also writes about this in Romans 8. These are verses 26 and 27. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Pete Gregg from the 24-7 prayer movement describes that as the most beautiful assurance. Because it shows that God himself helps us to pray. And Pete tells a really nice little story to illustrate this idea. He says that when one of his kids was really small and was just learning to write, he would draw all these little shapes on a piece of paper. They didn't say anything, they were just nonsense. But his parents nodded and said, well done. Then one day his son handed Pete one of these bits of paper with lots of scribbles on it. And he said, Daddy, look what I wrote. And Pete said, well done. And then his boy said, can you read it? He didn't know what to do because he looked at the paper and it didn't make any sense at all. But then he looked at his son's face and he thought about the weird little things that go on in his head. He thought about the kind of day his son had just had. And he had a guess at what the scribbles meant. And as he read the piece of paper, his little boy nodded his head and said, well done. Pete says that prayer is not so much about the outward form and getting the words right. It's actually about the cry of your heart. And the Spirit of God interprets your heart. God looks at you. He looks at your face. He thinks about the weird little things that go on in your heads and the kind of day you've had. He interprets your scribbles, your groans, and even your tears. God interprets our prayers. The Spirit helps us to pray. This week, it is the Feast of Pentecost. And this day in the church calendar provides a great opportunity to think about the role the Holy Spirit plays in our lives. And so we've talked about three things the Spirit helps us to do. Number one. The Spirit helps us to know we are children of God. Number two, the Spirit helps us to understand the Bible. And number three, the Spirit helps us to pray. That's this week's 7-Minute Sermon with Reverend George Pink. To help other people find this podcast, give it a rating or review in your favourite podcast app.